This is the ParkScope Unprofessional Podcast Hour, episode 2.17. Call me Al. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the ParkScope Unprofessional Podcast Hour. My name is Joy. 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 My name is Joy. <laughs> Joy. Joy. <laughs> Joy. <laughs> it's Joy. First Joining me tonight. Show, <laughs> Joining me tonight is Mike. Morning. Mike, how are you doing, Mike? I just hope I can stop laughing long enough to talk. <laughs> also joining us is Nick. Nick, man, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. <laughs> I gotta tell you one thing, Joe. I got nominated by the senior class to read the names, and I was thinking to myself, well, at least I can't do any worse than Joe would. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Roasted. Sean. <laughs> What's up? Isn't isn't Joy like the name of the lady, the head of po- uh, the Pokemon Center? I, uh, I, I think I think, I think it, it is. Yeah, it is. It, it is. is. Okay, great. I feel really. Yeah, that's great. Anyway, also joining us tonight, who happens not to be named Joy, is Banks Lee from Attraction Show. Banks. Hey everyone. Hey. Yes. Thank you for joining our ragtag. Thing, like Captain, it's like Captain EO, but less musical. <laughs> <laughs> and way less, uh, you know, yeah, 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 exactly. We started off on the worst footing tonight. Oh my God. <laughs> this is going to be the best I show ever, guys. Show notes, man. This is going to be the best show ever. Screw you guys, I'm going home. <clears throat> so, starting off, uh, Mike. Yo. Hey, guess what? Free dining's back. Yeah. Remember when Bob Iger said no more discounts? Yeah. Right. Next story. Okay, next story. Uh, <laughs> so, um, this past week we had a major event in the theme park industry. We had the Seven Doors Mine Train, Media Previews, and Grand Dedication, I guess, thing? Where they pulled out a shovel or... The sp- okay. I don't know. You know, the thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, the thing, you know, yeah, I was, I was shaving in the morning listening to this, and I nearly, like, cut my throat listening to this when they announced the opening day, but anyway, that's besides the point. Anyway, they announced the opening day, May 28th, um, end of May, sounds great, um, I guess, uh, let's start with our guys first, uh, Mike, uh, you've seen the video online, um, you've seen, like, the opening- last show? I, I maybe I don't remember. Yeah, I think we did. We did. I'm okay, sure we cool. Did. Screw yeah. it. Yeah. Banks actually wrote it. Let's yeah. Hey, this. Banks, how is the ride? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, it's I'm not I'm not a big like huge fan of it. I mean, obviously it's it's it was built for families and that's what it's for. It's for families. Like I, I said on Twitter in my initial reaction, if you're looking for a thrill, go to Space Mountain. Um, this this is made. For the family, for the, for kids who are between Barnstorm or a Big Thunder, uh, it's that next level of thrill for them. Um, it's, I mean, it's uh, the your experience will definitely differ, like with most coasters, depending on which car in the coaster you sit in. Like I found the the most intense, quote unquote, was sitting in the back. You got I got more of a swing out of the back, and also if it's full of people. The more people there is, the more speed it gets and the more swing you get on the corners, whereas less people, you don't get as much of a swing. But there are still one or two points in that ride 
um, that I got, I really felt a really good swing and, and it kind of started laughing at that feeling. I remember the, my first time writing it, uh, which is on the show this week. You can see it. Um, I'm just like uncontrollably laughing because the swinging was kind of fun, but the, the show scenes are well, uh, scenes scene. Um, <laughs> it's, well, it's there are two, fun. there are two. Let's no, give them chance. T- yeah. Quote unquote two. Yeah. Yeah. The lift hill, I guess would be scene two. Um, but yeah, they they're very beautiful inside. The lighting is great. The animatronics are uh, like stunning to see in in person um, when the music works. Because uh, <laughs> then we had some problems with that. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's as it's for me. I'm more excited that New Fantasyland is finally finished and we have no more freaking walls around Fantasyland. Um, and I think the next time I'm going to be excited to ride is when my daughter's tall enough to ride it and I can take take her with me but it's not it's definitely not something I'm gonna like be getting a fast pass for every single time I go to the park I'll, I may ride it you know if it's slower a day or something so in the uh, mold of Stephen Colbert Stephen Colbert sorry I cannot pronounce words right now uh, Stephen Colbert is it the best ride ever or the bestest ride ever <laughs> oh <laughs> it's yeah it's it's there yeah, I mean, I, I think that's everything everyone's kind of agreed with, is that it's a, it's a good ride. I mean, we're yeah. not arguing against it. I think the general issue is this whole entire, this is, you know, the best ride in the world. You know, it's 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 Everest, or it's, it, you know, this whole entire it, e-ticket thing. It was another victim of the overhyping. Disney just overhyped it way too much. I, I kind of, uh, I think it's very similar to the way SeaWorld overhyped Antarctica, um, <laughs> where they said it's going to be this amazing all-new ride, uh, this big, huge uh, technical with the track lists and everything, and then it kind of was like, oh, this is it. And I think I kind of feel it's not that bad, but it's almost almost like that where you know they you're really hyping these swinging cars, and then you get on it like that's that's all it swings. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, if if you didn't know about it, it'd be really cool. Or if you designed I, it, it's really cool. But if you were hyped up that this is like some, you know, like uh, Top Gear at, um, not Top Gear, Top Gun at Kings Island, yeah, one of those uh, intimate suspended coasters where you think you're going to be swinging around and mm-hmm. you just end up like tilting, you know, 15 degrees every once in a while. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, okay, I guess. You know, I think the next time, I'll, I mean, I got a fast pass for the opening day, and I'll I'll write it then because I think from from what I saw, it looks like they actually have an on ride photo, uh, for for it. So I'll be in, but there's no there's no like sales bo- sales counter at the exit to buy the photo. So I'm curious on if Memory there is. Maker. A, yeah, I'm curious <laughs> if it's just one of those goes straight to your Magic Band or uh, see how that works. So I'll be curious. That'd be cool. Okay, but, but would yeah, you at least I mean, say it's the? Is it the best ride in Fantasyland now? You know, I yeah, I would I, I would say, you know, between, you know, Barnstormer, Dumbo, and Mermaid, in terms of things you'll sit down and, and ride, I think it is the best of the selections there. I still the the best experience I still go for Enchanted Tales. Like I still love that very much. I think that's the best experience in New Fantasyland, but in terms of sitting down and writing something, this is the best one. Okay. That's good enough for me, then. Yeah. What do you think of the uh, the projected face animatronics? Because, like, I've only seen it in a video, and it seems like they're very bright. I, yeah. I, I, think, I think video really doesn't... It's you know, we, I say this a lot. Video really doesn't do that justice, because sometimes... Yeah, that's what I figured. 
sometimes when you're when you're videotaping something, your exposure may change and make it brighter than it really is. Yeah. So when you're in there in that environment and seeing it in person, it, it blends in really well with the rest of the animatronic. Good. Good. Yeah, I was I was feeling uh, the when I saw the preview video versus like the preview video of something from Radiator Springs, I felt like it's the same exact thing where you know the projection seemed a lot brighter, but when I rode Radiator, Radiator Springs, it seemed just to be about right. Yeah. So I, I kind of just thought that was you know kind of par for yeah, the course. Yeah, definitely chalk it up to just the like, camera's auto exposure. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Nick, do you have anything? No. <laughs> 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 Great. Um, <laughs> good, good to know. Um, so, How was Grumpy uh, Cat, Banks? <laughs> Grumpy Cat? <laughs> you know, that, I, I, I love, I've always loved the Grumpy Cat photos, so when I saw that you know she was there, I, I, was, I was walking through the queue of the mine train, getting ready to ride it again, and I looked over, and I saw Grumpy Cat getting a photo with one of the drawers, and I just bolted out of line to the nearest exit <laughs> to go get my selfie. Because, I mean, how often do you get to... To see mm-hmm. so, like a, a meme in person, so I had to take advantage of that. It was cool. I mean, it's Grumpy Cat. It's the incredibly jealous girlfriend. Um, it's the Irma Gerd girl. I mean, you know, you don't have that Doge. many. The Doge, but he's in Japan, so you know. Yeah, yeah. I should have, I should have uh, seeken out Doge when I was over in Japan. Oh man, that'd have been cool. <laughs> Um, so how was the rest of the media event? I saw that, like, they pulled out some of the old school, uh, Seven Doors, well, not Seven Doors, but the Snow White Scary Adventure, uh, ride vehicles for, uh, Yeah, the, the whole event stuff. over the three days was, was very well run. Uh, there was a bit of, there's some hiccups at the, at the start of it on Wednesday at Epcot, but once Always we got is. past that, uh, it, it was really great. Yeah, I loved seeing the old, uh, Scary Adventure <laughs> ride vehicles being used as dessert trays. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Um, and then, of course, uh, the, the party at Epcot where they were <laughs> it's, it's just they were they were encouraging everyone at the party take a selfie with the characters hashtag rock your Disney side oh, selfie no. selfie selfie oh. <laughs> so it, they, the DJ every five minutes was saying don't forget your selfies with the characters here uh. It's like right, right between the Lady Gaga covers you know it's like take your selfies with the Disney characters with hashtag rock your Disney side yeah I mean, I, of course, you know, I'm there in the moment. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to selfies. Oh, uh, no, of course. Why, why wouldn't you? <laughs> and, you know, not having to wait five hours to meet Anna and Elsa, that's always a plus. Yes, so, understand. Um, yeah, and then the dedication was, was great. I appreciate, I mean, at the moment when they said, oh, we're moving the dedication to 7.30 in the morning, I was kind of like, really? Why, why, why'd you move it from 10.30? And then when it rained at 10.30, I was like, oh, okay, that's why. Um <laughs> So the, 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 it was cute. I mean, Tom Stagg's, you know, horribly reading off a teleprompter uh, and awkward pauses all the time. Um, and yeah, the, the May 28th day kind of shocked everyone there. We were expecting it to be like, and it opens tomorrow because it was ra- it's ready to go. I get, uh, but I, from what I'm hearing, yeah, they had to. They, well, from what from what I heard, I'm hearing they had to get special permission just to do the media event, and they still had a lot more testing to do. Yeah. But, I mean, if, if you didn't know that, if you're a media person doing the whole event, you would have never known that they still needed a lot more testing and work to do because it felt ready to go. Um, I, wouldn't, I would hope that it would be soft open for the 24-hour party. That's, that's what I'm hoping. A lot of people are hoping that. I mean, it would only make sense, but... Okay, Mike, what are you laughing about? <laughs> it's not or Nick. Mike, it's me. Nick, okay, I can tell the laugh, so I'm sorry. <laughs> This is Sean on Twitter telling Derek he's going to break all the draft picks' legs. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Derek's doing a mock blogger draft. And I'm offended that I haven't been picked yet. And and Derek said the reason was no AC equals character issues. You're falling to at least day two. <laughs> so he says I'm gonna break all the draft picks legs. <laughs> you know I haven't even been picked either, so I don't really you know it just shit happens. I haven't been picked, and it was my idea. <laughs> <laughs> it is his idea. Uh, from Brent, from Brandon Glover, I claimed all of Parkscope minus Parkscope Nip, Parkscope Nick in round two. So there we go. I was drafted first round by Derek, so that's why he can't claim me. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why, but brothers and typos, me and Derek. Sure, sure, why not? Um, yeah. I would think it would be soft opening by twenty four hour party for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 you would have to think so. Yeah, I know that they're doing. Sometime this next week, they, I've heard they will be doing cast rides and cast previews. So hopefully, hopefully, maybe by the end of next week or early week after, we'll we'll start seeing some soft openings. I can't. I mean, I can't see it not opening somewhat for at least a few days before. You know, yeah, I, I guarantee you, like party. around the twenty fifth or sixth, they'll they'll be open every single day after that day. But I guess it's just yeah, if they'll open it for twenty four hours or if they're going to keep it keep it open for all 24 hours if they kind of want to use that as its stress test quote unquote to see if they can keep it up and running for that long with that many people <laughs> that that is a good point <laughs> um i mean there are several issues with the ride still outstanding so i mean hopefully they can figure it out um <laughs> uh, making up out. rumors joe I'm sorry, I'm making up rumors that I, we can't discuss at this point in time right now. It's just closed for funsies right now. It's just for funsies, of course. <laughs> I'm, for, I'm sorry. Maybe in the future we'll be able to talk about some of those issues, but I'm not sure exactly. So um, I'm glad to hear that the, the attraction's really fun. I had my Fast Pass Plus already booked for the attraction on uh, Sunday, the, I think the 22nd or 23rd of June, something like that. Okay. Yeah, no, the 22nd of June. Yeah, I'll be there. So that's already booked, ready to go, have all that stuff ready. So I'm really excited. I cannot wait to try this attraction. It looks amazing. Um, it's going to be it's gonna be a good ride. <laughs> there so, we go. So it's, it's our uh, constant, um, you know, saying it's a good ride. Uh, so, uh, Banks, do you consider it a story coaster? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know... Yes and no. I mean, okay. there there is a story there, but you really don't pick up on it unless someone tells you. So without a pre-show to say, hey, this is what we're doing. We're going back in time to save that dino. Uh, you know, we're going into the mine, and then we're going to head home and party. It, it, you don't really know that there is a co there really is a cohesive story. Um, so I, I would say that, yes, there it is a story coaster, but at the same time, you know, I think the average guest will just enjoy the ride. Many have been in this coaster train before, but none, but none have had what you have, training. So, uh... <laughs> yeah, after you spend all the time in the queue washing your jewels. <laughs> oh, I, oh. Um, that, speaking of the interactive element, there, there's yeah, how is musical that? Musical water notes. Oh, I mean, I, all the interactive elements are pretty cool. Um, uh, the one where you actually sort the jewels. Um, uh, and then there's the one 
where you stick your hand under and then it plays a musical note, but then it also brings water down. I foresee, I see lots of problems with that one with kids just taking the water and slinging them on everyone else in the queue. <laughs> like, I, I see that going to be a, a problem once the guests get in there. Um, and then people's probably kids spinning the bucket of gems inside too fast, or it's going to break that probably. Um, I mean, they're, they're, they're great. They're definitely going to, you know, keep kids attention, but they're also going to, you know, get everyone else's attention when they get splashed with water. I guess oh, a question I have is how much is that interior queue where you have the interactive elements? Is that it's like not much? Uh, it's not I, much. Okay, that's always feeling too. The, there's there's three interactive elements. Two of them are outside, and then there's one inside. And the interior queue is really there's not much of an interior queue. I would say uh, probably about seventy five percent of the queue is outdoors, and mm-hmm. then you you get into the quote unquote mountain and then it's only maybe a few switchbacks and you're at the loading station. It's 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 a pretty short interior queue. Do you know where the uh fast pass merge points at? Um I think yeah, the the fast pass merge point when you walk inside and walk around the third interactive element, uh there's a straight path and then you the merge is right where the fast pass and exit queue go in and out of the mountain. And okay. then there's switchbacks. Huh. So once you get once you get to the actual switchbacks inside the interior queue, that's after you've merged with Fast, Plat- Fast Pass, if if I'm correct, and what I'm thinking. Huh, interesting. Because I, I I mean, considering that the interior elements are so short, I thought maybe Fast Pass would be part of that too. So uh, yeah, no, Fast Pass does not even go near the interactive elements. Interesting. Interesting. Especially considering when it's only like 25% of the queue. So, I mean, if you're waiting two hours for this thing, that's like 30 minutes. Yeah, there's still there's a lot of queue before you get to the interactive elements. And then the three interactive elements are mm. like right one after another in one small area. So, you, you, you've waited that entire line. You're not doing the interactive for very long before you're back in the line. That's really interesting. That, that's interesting. I, I thought it would be a merge point like right before like entering that house. Or whatever it is, no, be no, the merge point. that's that's still part of the standby queue. The merge point is huh. once you go inside the mountain from that little house area, and go around the third interactive uh, element, and then you're at merge. Interesting. Basically, if you look, um, the part of the queue that's over by the the Seven Dwarfs Cottage, where that's all, the exit and the fast pass. Yes. Once you walk past the cottage and you enter the mountain right there, that's where merge is. Okay. Is um. So is the, is the fast pass entry in the back of the mountain? No, uh, fast pass is at the entrance. It's 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 right next to the exit. The, basically, the standby, fast pass, and exit are all right there at that entrance where the sign is. Really? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you, you've got, I thought the exit went to like Mermaid. Not that I know of. Um, wow. They're they're having us exits that way. I know that there is a. There's a way to – there's a, a door that exits behind the mountain at Mermaid, but that, I think that's a cast entrance. I think that's where cast members go to get to the loading area. That's huh. surprising. From, from backstage, quote-unquote. Okay. So, like, it's exit, fast – like, if you're looking at from, the entrance, it's exit, fast pass, and then standby? Yes, from, from left to right, looking at the entrance, you got okay. exit, fast pass, standby. Interesting. And, and someone uh, told me, uh, so a friend of mine who's been to Tokyo, compare the queue, the standby queue for the mine, 
He says very similar to the standby queue for Pooh's Honey Hunt and Tokyo. So it's, it's, it's got a very Tokyo feel to it. Yeah, the Honey Hunt queue is basically all outside in trees and stuff like that, so that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, um, where the entrance is that like across from the Friars Nook or the Pooh or what? It's it's right there across from the yeah from the Friars Nook and the uh, the ice cream stand. Okay. Uh, just straight across from there. Okay. It's gonna be congested right there. Yeah, there's actually a lot, a lot of space now that the walls are gone. There is, there really mm-hmm. is a lot of space between the mine train entrance and the, and the poo side of uh, Fancyland. Um, it's, it, it finally blends in and feels like a forest now without the walls. It, it feels like what it was supposed to be, Fancyland Forest. Cool. Did you notice anywhere for a meet and greet anywhere around there? No, no. Okay. No, I didn't see any sort of meet and greet areas. I mean, I guess if they wanted to, they could probably open up the path. There's a small path that goes up to the Seven Dwarfs Cottage. Mm-hmm. Maybe, possibly, they could do something there, but there's really not. It's not big enough. To, I don't think to do like a entrance and exit toward that area. Okay. So one thing we should cover about spoilers is that ending part. Uh, how how easily can you see into that cottage? Because from what we saw from video, it was very kind of not visible or maybe just because it's a video and you're not really sure it, where you're seeing and it's focus and all that stuff. Yeah, it's it's <clears throat> I think it's going to depend on the time of the day and the weather. When when we wrote it for my rider cam, which is when we got our video of the ride, it was in the morning so it was humid, so there was a lot of humidity on the windows that was kind of blocking your view. Oh, really? Of of the scene. Huh. Um but at nighttime it's like Oh, it's perfect. You can see because the lights are on inside. You can perfectly see the whole scene and what's going on. But yeah, I can see during the daytime if if the humidity is pretty bad, it, it may fog the windows up. Huh. That's really interesting. I mean, I I thought that like I guess maybe inside is not climate controlled. It is climate controlled. It's just maybe I don't I don't know. I would think it probably is just so that the animatronics in there don't overheat. Yeah. Fair enough. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, and, and how awesome is that witch audio animatronic at the outside? It's pretty cool. It's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it, that, that took me by – well, it would have taken me by surprise if they hadn't put it in the press release. No, of course. Um, but it, it's, it's definitely a neat little element to kind of – well, going back to it, tie the story together. Yeah. Uh, and then she lets out a little cackle. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm sure they've said they've – I don't know if you all have talked about the five of the dwarf animatronics are from the old ride. And yes. then Snow White, the witch, and – the sneezy, uh, dopey are brand new for the ride. Hmm. That's really cool. That is yeah, really cool. Yeah, she she has a nice fluid movement. So, it's, I mean, it's... I, I, I'm sorry. No, no, that, that's the uh, Well, I thought it'd be really cool if that uh, was some of the kind of audio animatronics they're looking to put in towards uh, Disneyland for their uh, 60th anniversary. Oh yeah, for the Rove Hall Fantasyland. Yeah, I mean they're talking about um, you know the whole entire rumored. Uh, you know, we're going to redo all the uh, Dark Rides. I mean, and they're, they're redoing um, Alice. Alice in Wonderland right now, so I mean. Yeah, I could definitely see these animatronics being, these type of animatronics being implemented for those redos. Maybe not as advanced as the dwarfs in the mine, but probably like the, the witch animatronic where it's got a nice little fluid movement, but it's not over the top. Yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, no, you're moving past so quickly. I mean, why have something so, you know, 
you're moving past so quickly, so why would you have something that exerts the force of a 747? Right. <laughs> just, just saying. Yeah. Okay, uh, I guess uh, let's uh, move it on from... Uh, you guys have anything else? Um, Breaking news. Breaking news? Uh-oh, Cleveland Browns just traded down with the Buffalo Bills. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, go Lord. Cleveland. Yeah, Cleveland rocks. Go, go Indians. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, um, so let's move on. Animal Kingdom. Uh. <laughs> so part of the um, whole entire around our world presentation or whatever, um, the day at, the day of I believe of the the dedication. Yes, it was after the dedication. Yeah, right after that, um, they announced. Um, well, they announced pretty much. One thing we knew and one thing we kind of knew. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's several other stuff that came afterwards. But um, they reaffirmed the opening date of Avatar is 2017. What a surprise. Um, they confirmed somewhat-ish Rivers of Light. So, um, yeah, Rivers of Light seems to be this attraction, uh, this parade... Uh, nighttime show that's it seems like it had multiple incarnations um i've heard it being developed by several imagineers and now under the helm of joe roadie um i i i don't know if you've seen it at tokyo sean but it really does remind me of the phantasmic at tokyo where they just pull out the floats at night and it just kind of displays everything that's that's not necessarily a good thing i'm not saying it's a good thing it just reminds (laughs) me of it i i was not a fan of that show I'm just, I'm just saying. No, I know. I'm just saying. I, I, I hope it's better than that show because I was not a fan. That seems like a less coherent show than normal Fantasmic, personally. It's Which very, is not saying it, much. It's very messy, I <laughs> yeah. thought. It's kind of all over the place. What's interesting, though, about it is that we, we all kind of thought that it would be... Uh, the viewing areas would be in uh, Asia, across from... Cali River Rapids, where the Nemo building is, and maybe where uh, the outdoor seating areas for a flame tree. But it looks like, actually, the background may be the Tree of Life, so they may actually have some sort of seating in front of Everest instead, yeah, which I'm I think is interesting. They, yeah, I'm thinking, if, I'm wondering if they're going to build some sort of extensions into the into the river there to, to add some seating, like like kind of like how World of Color is in California. They... They are going to be doing some kind of work involving sheet pilings under that. So there's going to be some kind of extensive work going on in that lagoon. Yeah, it wouldn't be really convenient if we know someone who knew any, knew any of that info, right, Mike? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm optimistic about the show. I think, personally, it's going to open in 2016. I know Derek Bergen is probably yelling at me right now for thinking it's going to open before 2018. But I think this is going to open the year or a year and a half before Avatar will. I don't think so. I think it will. I, I think it will, too. I mean, I, I think they want to probably get some big nighttime thing going before Avatar so they can get the park used to staying open later. And then when Avatar opens, they but don't the, have a... They're kind of already doing that. It's been staying open later. But it hasn't yeah. been that that late. But this reminds me exactly because of California it's... Adventure. California Adventure. California Adventure, bro. Their but, California I mean, Adventure still has 20 more rides even before Cars Land than Animal Kingdom does. Yeah, True. but the point, Who, though... It's the same problem with 
Islands of Adventure. No one's going to stay if there's nothing to do. Fair enough. <laughs> but, I mean, from my point of view, it seems like Animal Kingdom is trying to build... We'll cover this in a second, but it seems like they're trying to build up things, entertainment, at night. So, I mean, I don't know what they want to do, but I, I just feel like this is something they want to aim for at night, and they want to do later, so... Well, I just yeah, feel like this opening beforehand, and they, they're they going to try to treat it like World of Color did at California Adventure. Maybe not two years before, but, you know, a year before. I don't think so. If if, if Avatar opens fall 2017, which I'm, I'm betting it will, maybe this will open, you know, winter or fall 2016. I'm not seeing it. Okay. I just think the situations are completely different. Fair enough. And I think Animal Kingdom has a long way to go before they can have a nighttime show. Like, it can't just open piecemeal. It needs more than just a show to stand on its own, I think. There needs to be more involved with Animal Kingdom to make the big splash here. Nick? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Banks? I, I, I think it needs the capacity of Avatar to warrant stay open later but I think that I kind of want to agree with Joe that I think they'll go ahead and open it early but and I think that what that'll do is that'll change patterns at Animal Kingdom instead of everybody going there in the morning more people will go there at night and you might see a little bit of a flip flop with that but see I but know. I'm not even sure if I agree with that because half, half the things are going to close at night what half they're adding nighttime safaris which you're not going to so, see any animals uh the, all the the two best things at the park, the two trails will be closed. Um, um, I mean, maybe they'll add extra shows to Lion King and Nemo, but the, they usually end around five. They'll have more shows, I, I bet you. With and with them, well, the, with them adding the new stuff too. The train pro obviously won't run at night. Still, so. I don't know. I could see them. Having the trails open too, if they're going to stop leaving the um, safari open, I could see them leaving the um, Pangani one open at night at least. What are they going to give night vision goggles to people? <laughs> sure, why not? They do it at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Exactly. Yeah, I'm 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 curious about about that because when they were doing the presentation at the, the Around Our World presentation, when they talked about the nighttime safaris, they showed a video shot of an elephant, and then it changed into night vision goggle shot of elephants. So I'm curious are they if they're going to hand those out. Be interesting. <laughs> Very for expensive. A, yeah, for yeah. a hard ticket. Well, they spared no expense, I'm sure. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Uh-huh. So they actually did mention the uh nighttime safaris at the at the around the world event. Yes, a brief mention, but they did mention it. I I didn't hear about that before, so that's that's interesting. Okay. Um, I guess there's uh, two other things that were announced somewhat before, maybe after, I'm not really sure. Uh, one is Harambe Nights, the other one is some sort of bird macaw show, which the, sounds... The bird show was announced after the thing, so... Oh, yeah, that was, like, announced today or yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. I think it was today. Uh, might have been, yes, I think it might have been yesterday. Okay, it yesterday. yesterday. It was yesterday. So, um, Harambe Nights is a... Man, I... 
it's hard to say this, but for 120 we about that last week too, didn't we? No, we, we no we we barely talked about it because we said, we, hey, we wouldn't it be really cool if they did like the nighttime safaris now, and it was just like for annual pass holders. Well, it's not. It's just simply some quote unquote celebrities with my extremely exaggerated hand quotes going on right now. Celebrities reading uh, the Lion King like they do for the um, candlelight processional. And then there's some food and drink before and after for $120 per person uh, for adults. I'm, it's, uh, it's so expensive for, for just that. That's ridiculous. And, and just one area of the park. That's ridiculous. I, I mean, I, I throw in Nemo, throw in some Everest. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, that could sweeten it's up the other a side bit. of the world, though. No, I agree with you. I wouldn't do it. Like, for me, 35 bucks for that whole entire wind down at Epcot, that sounds great. 120 bucks at Animal Kingdom to hear some no-name celebrity read The Lion King in a theater that looks exactly like the one before of it. I mean, no. Why, why would I? It's... And yet, it's sold out. So. Well, I think it sold out on the first <laughs> night because of coverage, which, you know... Yeah. No, everyone who's going to cover it's going to get in to go for free. Yeah, I, I, I have no idea what's going to happen with that. I'm I'm just going to sit back and see if they invite us. If not, I'm I'm I'm, I'm not paying for it. I assume there are other people who are looking for coverage, <laughs> who have paid for that first night. Just think um, that's a that's a you can get a good ticket to a Broadway musical for that. You know, if Book of Mormon's coming in town or yes, yeah, yes, go agreed. go to Book of Mormon. Way better. And guess what? It has just as much Lion King in it. Yeah. <laughs> Hell, even Lanky could come to your city. How many hours is the Harambe Nights? I I don't know how many hours it is. I, if I remember correctly, the the show itself, I think they said it's fifty five minutes. <laughs> um, so I would imagine. I mean, I'm just gonna take a shot in the dark and say it's probably gonna be like from seven to ten or seven to eleven. Wow. I bet you seven. I probably seven to ten, maybe even eight to eleven. I bet. Yeah. Because then everyone can exit out. You have the food and the drink. You have the music going. I was thinking, you know, maybe they'll throw out some of the old uh, floats from uh, the Mickey's Jam and Jungle Parade. Yeah, I got to imagine they'll probably recycle those for for that party. Maybe they'll bust out some of the old Tapestry of Nation puppets or something like that. You know, hammer. Yes, I know. I know. (laughs) It's my favorite parade. Screw screw you guys. I'm still not paying for it. Bust out some Hammerman and some Birdman. Just saying. So you're paying a third more for three hours than what you would for a one-day ticket, right? Yeah, you could spend a day ticket. How much is a day? It's ninety dollars um, for Animal Kingdom, right? Well, how much is a day ticket? Both parks, Universal, at right now. The whatever. It is. Yeah. So it's it's three dollars more to spend one full day at Universal and hop between all the Harry Potter stuff. Versus three hours at Animal Kingdom and hearing some no-name celebrity read The Lion King to you with food and drink. I think the only show, it's culture. I think the only celebrity I recognize from that list is David Allen Greer. And that's barely a celebrity. I don't even think he made, like, Celebrity Mole or any of those shows. He hasn't been on Dancing with the Stars yet. Yeah, he hasn't been on Dancing with the (laughs) Stars. Exactly. He's a... He's scraping the C list right now. I mean, we're I mean we're looking pretty low right now. So, 
I mean, I, I, from and, and also the crazy thing is that people are looking at the um, previous stuff for this reading of the Lion King and seeing all these really cool like effects in the background, like it was pre like screens and stuff, you know, like they had these um, uh, uh, kind of you know LED screens in the background where they could project stuff, and it just doesn't, I mean, Disney released that whole entire preview of the theater now. It doesn't look like it's anything different on the inside from what was available in uh, Camp Minnie Mickey. So I don't even think they're going to have anything, like, really cool special effects-wise. It just well, seems well, like... It, and it looks like capacity won't be as big as it would be for a normal folk show, because if they're, it looked like in the concept art, they're covering either a fourth or half of the theater with the screens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what I was thinking. Exactly. That they have screens up in the ceiling that lower down, and you're only gonna have about half the theater for seats. That's that's so ridiculous. And also, you're paying 120 bucks and you're sitting on bleachers. Oh, oh yeah. Think about yeah. that for a second, guys. Oh, but if for you pay hour. if you pay a little more, you get a folding chair on. The <laughs> Don't give him any ideas. <laughs> but I mean, I'm I, I I'm not against the idea of like an after park event. It just seems ridiculously priced and not that worth it at all. It just, I, I don't know. What, what was the thing that they did a few, a couple of summers ago in Harambe where they had like, in the late afternoons they started serving like the African wines? It was like a food and wine festival wine yeah. trail through like yeah. some of the, the kind of the smaller, uh, like. Sundowner celebration, I think. Something like that. Banks, do you know what like we're that. talking about? Yeah, I I vaguely remember this. Um, I, what I remember, yeah. what it, it was like like these like three or like a few of these you know they had those like black giant things they wheel around of the well, uh, you know with the coolers with wine yeah. and beer in it. it seems they, like yeah. seems like they placed it in some of like the more back remote uh, seating areas. And they had um yeah, some, and they had some more street entertainment out. Yeah, which this is basically what this sounds like to me is that they're doing that only they're adding the Animal Kingdom show and instead of including it with your admission and letting you pay for it, like I think it was like twenty dollars or thirty dollars or something like that to go and yeah. do it, they're now charging you one hundred and twenty and making you stay after hours with a fifty-five minute show added to it. Is what it yeah, sounds I'll, like. And the the food food and drink is included. Right. Yeah, I was, but I, and I was just thinking this too because, you know, with uh, with with like. Not so scary and very merry Christmas party. You you pay for those, but you also on top of paying for the party tickets, you have to pay for park admission. Um, right. But this one, the park admission is included to get into the park and go to it. So I'm wondering if that may be a factor into why they've made hmm. it so expensive. Wait, so could you enter in like in the morning and just spend the day at the park and then do it, or is see, it? See, I'm not clear about that. I I, I don't know. I don't um, think so. I would assume no, but they're probably, yeah. I, I mean, that's just my best guess. Okay. Because I mean, not so scary. You don't have to, like, you you pay for not so scary and you get into the park. You you don't have to. Oh no, that's know. right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Yeah. That, yeah. Never mind. I'm I've done that quite a few times actually. Paid for the event and then, you know. Yes. Just go to the event because you, you, you get in at like four o'clock. Like I think. Yeah. 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 Okay, let's move on from this. We're already 30, 38 minutes in, and we haven't ta tackled some of the bigger stuff right now. So the, the biggest Poly thing. The Polynesian. <laughs> Guys, uh, waterfalls. Uh, rip, tear, kill. Just start over again. Hey, Mike, are you chasing? Don't go chasing waterfalls. Just, you know what? At this point, just knock it all down. Yeah. 
I love the waterfalls. Uh, now, here's my thing. I'm going to I'm gonna tell you this. Because when I was like, God, when I was like five years old, I went to Disney World, and I barely rode any rides. I just went around to all the different water features and named them. So it's explains I, a lot. I know. You're it's such a weird kid. Really? You don't, you don't say. Oh, my gosh. So maybe the water features at the Polynesian have some sort of special... Meaning to me, and I love them a lot. They're really great. They offer well, a lot of. What's its name, Joe? What's its name? I don't remember. <laughs> He's lying. He totally remembers. No, I remember other ones. I don't remember that one. Actually, fun fact: the only I think two rides they got uh, my family got me on were uh, "It's a Small World" because they had a wa- that that water feature that you could see from uh, Pinocchio's ha- Pinocchio's Village House, and then uh, "World of Motion" because you could see that from the outside. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. Uh, yeah, that was when I was little. Anyway, point is... Um, Which was I'm... when he was actually like 18, so... <laughs> anyway, point I'm trying to say is that the waterfalls I add a nice f- touch to the Polynesian. I remember checking in um, late night at the Polynesian with my family a long time ago. And, you know, the water features were still going. We Where's just walked bell? in. Well, the bell wasn't on, but it was like, yeah, I know. It it was really late because we got in really late. But it was still when the parrots were there, too. So we came in and we made a bunch of noise and the parrots just looked out of their little holes in the sides. It was hilarious. Anyway, I like the fountains. Um, Obviously, the fountains are leaving because of somewhat uh, maintenance-related issues more than um, anything else. Not even even maintenance of the fountains, just maintenance of the building. Um... They're running into, uh, I believe, bacteria issues, mildew, just all that kind of stuff because you're dealing with a 70s-era fountain in a building that's been around for 40 years. You're going to kind of run into these issues. So, Just knock it all down and rebuild it. I, I, You know what? I really think they should just kind of rebuild the Great Ceremonial House, build a fountain that's completely compliant with all the new stuff. It doesn't have to be exactly the same, but, you know, the same idea and, you know... Make it look nice. I mean, build, knock down everything else besides the monorail depot or build another one or somewhere temporarily. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, you get the idea. That's that's kind of my idea. It's just, you know, I don't know. So, um, I'm sorry. I was kind of rambling there for a while with the waterfalls, my my dear waterfalls. Um, so, uh, what are your guys' feelings on that? Uh, let's, let's start off Banks, our guest, first. Well, yeah, I've always, you know, as a local... Oh, thanks. You mute yourself? Yes, I muted myself. <laughs> this button's very sensitive. Um, I can tell. <laughs> anyway, as a local, it's 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 very calming to to go there and and just uh, go in t- when it was open, go into Captain Cook's, grab a Dole Whip, and just kind of chill and in the lobby and enjoy. Uh, I'll, I'll be sad to see him go, but at the same time, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for some change, and and I, I like what. I, I kind of like what the concept art looked like. Looked like there's still going to be some sort of like, some sort of fountain in there. Not as grand as this one, but it looks like they're still going to have some sort of water element in there. So I, I'm, I'm. It's one of those things where, yeah, I was sad at first, but I'm, I've accepted it. It's, it's time. Nah. nah. <laughs> so that, uh, uh, the descents. <laughs> that uh, the new concept art is it's fine, but it looks so generic. Yeah. Oh, like, and it, again, it's not a big deal. I'm never going to stay there. Um, but, oh, it just, I don't know. I, I, I'm not a big, big fan of making something that was 
different and special into something generic. And don't get me wrong, the the rest of the lobby and the Grand Ceremonial House really needed like a, a redo and a re, you know kind of a to bring it up to speed. But I, I think getting getting rid of the, the fountain is throwing the baby out with the bathwater, personally. Which Nick. Disney has had a uh, habit of doing over the past you know six or seven years. <coughs> Adventures Club. <coughs> oh boy, uh, we're not gonna talk to Mike tonight about this. Then, <laughs> Nick, what are your what are your thoughts? Uh, going through the five stages and um, whatever. Cool, no, Kubler just, Ross. Um, if you if you really want a calming lobby and a nice water feature, go to the Wilderness Lodge. There's even a fireplace yes. and rocking chairs. Yes, that's true. Yes, that's very true. And and that's Nothing something I, we that, can't have too. <laughs> and, and that's something I really pointed out. It, it's like removing the water feature the, from the Polynesian is removing the grotto, and and the um the giant fireplace from the wilderness lodge just kind of just kind of gets rid gets rid of the atmosphere and kind of that kinetic that you have in it uh, really disappointing um i mean the, the water kinetic feature... of polynesian is pain suffering nightmares and people screaming and kids running around and <laughs> overpriced dinner dear lord you're making this sound like hell <laughs> yeah but, uh, okay mike, I... doesn't, mike doesn't like the polynesian so um <laughs> Next thing is they confirmed that DVC, which is, like, the biggest not surprise ever since, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. DVC. Whatever. Um, DVC's happening. They're replacing some of the uh, longhouses, and they're putting some longhouses on the water. Yeah, there and you he, go. And here's the thing. You can thank DVC for these changes. Otherwise, they wouldn't touch it. No, otherwise they just would have turned off the fountain permanently and not replaced it with anything and just yeah. put plants DVC around it. DVC is the reason why you're getting the lobby redo. It's the reason why you're getting Trader Sam's. Which segues into Trader Sam's. We're getting Trader Sam's of some sort. <sighs> so, um, Banks, have you been to Trader Sam's in California? You know, unfortunately, when I was there for D23 last summer, I did not get a chance to what? go inside. What? I you're, was working. You're like the worst Disney fan ever. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I, I know, I kicked myself. I really wanted to go there really badly, but uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy to finally get, you know, some version of Trader Sam's here. I already saw people, like, who live in Anaheim and California complaining. is like, oh, how dare they? This is exclusive to us. How dare they get, oh, get that as well? Bullshit. <laughs> um, uh, I know Sean and I have been to Trader Sam's. I love Trader Sam's. It's one of the coolest things I've ever been to. Um, I, I like the food, I like the drinks, I like the special effects. It's really intimate, there's a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, Sean, what are your thoughts, real quick? I love it, I think there's room for improvement, uh, specifically with the, the, uh, the special effects you mentioned. Yes. Um, I think they go off too, uh, I, I don't like the idea that every time someone buys the specific drink, they play the, the special effect. And also, I there's only it, three of them. Yeah, but still, they're constantly going off. Yeah, no, it's like, oh, we got the Krakatoa! Oh, you know, the oh, we ordered it. Oh, someone got the shipwreck. You know, it's, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. So, you but, know, like, uh, every ten minutes you get something. That's uh, that's the only negative I have. Other than that, it's awesome. You know, I'm Jungle Cruise skipper, so I fit right in and all that good stuff. I still wish, I, I said this on Twitter the other day, that uh, we didn't rename Chief Nami to Trader Sam, 
and this one could have been Chief Nami's, you know, whatever. Yeah, I think that would have been uh, a good yeah. choice. That would have been really cool. By the way, Sean, say hey to Baloo for us. Yeah, did you hear him? Yeah, we did. <laughs> Still hearing him. The, the official cat of the podcast, Baloo. <laughs> um, I guess, uh, Nick, what's your thoughts on Trader Sam's? As someone who's going, days and I'm going. As someone who's actually going to go to Disneyland very 26 soon. 26 days and I'm going to be there. God. That's what my, what my thoughts are. I'm so jealous of you. you need... Polynesian one can wait. 26 days and I'm going to the first <sighs> one. So, Mike. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with the one in Disneyland, but the one here will always remind me of things we've lost. And I will always be bitter about it, and I will never give it a fair shot. That's just how it is. At least, you, at least you recognize that you embrace it, your own it's your own the central biases. Silliest thing ever that it's just to do this. I don't know. You had it something better seven years ago. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So there we go. Good. So, good. Let the hate consume you. It's a backwards <laughs> move. It's more family friendly. It's at a resort. I really don't care for. Just. How can you hate? I I just, I just don't know how you can hate the Polynesian, but that's just me. I mean, it's overpriced. Let's put actually let's let's go in that real quick. At what point do you think Disney could possibly get rid of enough that people will not pay like the six hundred dollars a night to go there? They already are, Joe. Yeah, what, Joe. But what I'm saying is that they're paying no. that much. How much can they remove? No, they're not. Occupancy is down below 9/11 levels, but the DVC levels are up. That's why they build more DVCs. One because they get the money up front. Two, they get the maintenance fees every year. And three, those are the only ones that people are staying in. Because that's the only one they get value. And they can cram people in. They can bring their own groceries and cook. That's the only rooms people are staying in. Those have high occupancy rates. The regular rooms, no. Okay, there we go. Okay, let's move on from the Polynesian. Let's talk about something else. Let's talk about something that Sean loves. Sean. What are we talking about? (laughs) Sean. Mm-hmm. Our buddy, our friend, friend, friend of the podcast, Georgie K, has confirmed right now, last week, that <laughs> my Magic Plus is now officially launched. It's it's game time. Then why bro. do I keep seeing uh, commercials that say they're testing? Because okay, clearly here's... they didn't get the, the memo. Okay. <laughs> here's here's something I gotta say about that real quick while we're okay. testing. When yes. I did my interview with. Uh, the director of uh, marketing strategy for the show, um, which you can see right now on YouTube. Plug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the um, when I asked her, I said, "So when are we going to see this fully rolled out and not in testing anymore?" And she she told me the day before the Around the World presentation that, "Oh, we're." We will never really consider ourselves completely rolled out. There's always something we're going to be testing. Lovely. So, we're getting. I'm getting conflicting answers here. I mean, the the general issue my front is that people are spending thousands of dollars on their vacations, and you're just testing on them because that's what people do. They spend bunches of money to be tested upon, and things happen and roll out. Anyway, um, that's my own personal take. But uh, Sean, what are your thoughts? Especially with occupancy and capacity of parks. Hold on, I'll be right back. Oh my god. Sorry. Deal with Baloo, man. That's what I'm doing. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I oh man. 
Baloo's like the best thing in the world. It's um, feeding It's feeding time. He he's he's clearly the best uh, character in this whole entire <laughs> podcast. Um, okay. Do 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 do. Yeah. Thank Cleveland no, Browns no, we're, move okay. up to take Minnesota's spot. Oh Lord. No. <laughs> so has um has uh, Johnny football been taken yet? No, he's fixing to be taken by the Browns though. I think. Oh dear Lord, no. God, that's awesome. Because I hate Johnny football. I want to <laughs> see him suffer. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna drop out of the NFL in like two years, and he'll just be like doing his own like, "Welcome, I'm Johnny Football. Welcome to my <laughs> Buick Cadillac dealership in Alabama. <laughs> Welcome to Johnny Football Buick ah! Cadillac." Browns take cornerback Justin Gilbert. What? What? Wow, Browns. Oh, man. This is why I don't consider the Browns an actual sports team. That's why I only follow the Indians in Cleveland. Everyone else is just a joke. Let's be honest here. All right. So back to jokes. Georgie Case says, Magic Plus increases capacity 10 trillion percent. (laughs) I don't even want to talk about this anymore. (laughs) It's just so tiring. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can't. FastPass Plus, FastPass does not increase capacity. I was told all these people were yelling at me because I freaked out about this. Oh, but it improves the usage. It improves the... Listen, if there's more people getting FastPass, that means there's less people in line. That means there's more people on the streets. Don't give me that. Oh, I don't... Uh, I, don't I don't even want to... I don't want to... Can we, can we talk about okay. Harry Potter? All right, we're finally <laughs> an hour in, and we're finally to the, the main event. Finally, where we're happy. Drum roll, everyone. Sunshine and roses. (laughs) Harry Potter. Yes. So, um, yeah, Diagon Alley. There we go. Um, Mike, you wrote down uh, Nassau. Do you even project manage, bro? (laughs) So, is it like there are delays or something going on right now, or what? I mean, you've seen pictures. We've seen pictures. Bank has been over there taking pictures. It looks the same as it's looked. You know, there's a little change here and there. They added the fountain last week. That was the big thing. But, you know. Yeah, I got I got to say, like, I went I went there about a month ago, and then I went there about three days ago. And both times, even in that month-long period, it looked like the archways they're building over by Grimald Place haven't made any progress whatsoever. I didn't see any changes to those. And they still have to build two more of them. <laughs> Yeah, they got to do two more arch or some kind of gateway on the other side by King's Cross. They still need to finish the red on Leicester Square. They still haven't got it quite right. King's Cross still has a piece of molding at the top missing. They haven't put well, the clock in. Yeah, go. Well, well, obviously they had to stop and, and get everything inside Gringotts ready for the Today Show, and then they'll go back out. Yeah, but again, this just goes to that point for like I made last week. Is it just one person working on these things? <laughs> Is there one person out there with a the trowel and the paintbrush doing it at the same time? <laughs> and the fountain, um, apparently, I, I'm just going to skip around. We have points here, but, you know. The fountain, um, Seth and um, our good friend Seth Kaberski and uh, uh, a guy on Twitter named Jack both say the fountain has had water, but every time they take pictures of it, I don't see the water. Um, but the fountain's there, and it looks really cool. Yeah, the fountain looks awesome. That yeah, amazing. Um, but there's still just a lot of little things here and there that just aren't done. 
And if they hit a bad spell of weather, they're in trouble. Because, I mean, a lot of this stuff requires dry weather. and, and... Yeah, they, they need to get that done quick because we're getting to that season in Orlando where we're always going to get rain around 3 p.m. Yeah. So it, it needs to get done quick. Yeah, um, the berm has been about half done for at least a week now. Um, berm looks great in person. I, I love I love that the, 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 they mm-hmm. added that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it looks really they've, good. They've started set dressing some of the windows in Grimald. Uh, looks like some of them may have been ta- touched. Um, they've started painting the Amity bathroom, which is weird. They're just painting it brown Oops. so far. Um, but yeah, the King's Cross... The top of it's not done. I, yeah, they I don't still know. don't have the clock in yet. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you look around, you still see uh, the bare black um, dense glass covering, and it's like, whoa, um, guys, you're supposed to be out of here in two weeks. Um, Allegedly. Yeah, Allegedly, but, yeah. I mean, that all kind of works with what we've heard. Um, and looking at those aerials, I mean... Diagon looks pretty much ready, with the exception of Gringotts, and they probably made a lot of progress on that over the past week. Um, uh, I again, if the, the guy been installed. The guy on Twitter named Jack, he said that there's a um, there's a mesh covering where the dome should be. So maybe the dragon's there and they're working on them right now. I mean, when I was there the other day, we we saw a crane sticking way up above where Gringotts looks like it's going to be. So they. We're either getting ready to install it or had probably installed it the night before and we're just yeah. getting it level and ready to go. In the um the aerials that Wesh had posted you could see the um the, in- the infrastructure for the dragon. Yeah. There's there's pretty considerable stuff going on at the top of uh Green Gods for it to be there. Um so that should be getting close. But uh, you know, they've been done with this facade with the construction part of it basically since January and they took the scaffolding down. I just don't, I don't understand how you go five, four or five months without finishing it without any kind of appreciable progress. I guess maybe we just see pictures all the time and it's just hard to see the difference. Yeah. Maybe making like small, maybe small touches. I remember one time going there and they were mainly concentrating on painting some of the, detail into the logo over one of those facades uh, and really thin gold paint. So uh, that seems, seems like they're really focusing more on the detail painting and, and as you said, set dressing probably. Aging. Aging's yeah, the aging, thing. yeah. And there's a interesting maybe change. Uh, I think originally we were led to believe that the leaky cauldron door would be between King's Cross and that other beigeous building. Um, where Screed and Sons is, but now they've kind of moved it to the forefront, and it's actually part of Screed and Sons. Between Screed and Sons and um, Leicester Square, they yeah. painted the bricks just like they did Grimall Place, a dark color, and there's actually a leaky cauldron sign. Um, oh, I never noticed I, that. I, it's brand new. Uh, yeah, the last couple days. Yeah. It's, no. it's in the last it's week where they, they painted it. They painted it the same color as Grimall, the darker brick color, and then. They added the sign bracket and then finally the sign. Orlando Informer actually got a really good picture of it that you can actually read the key cauldron on the sign. Um, nice. I don't know if they're going to add the the movie threshold or not, um, but we were led to believe it was supposed to be back in that corner. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if that was, I don't know, it might have just been some bad information, but it seems like there's just something they just kind of decided to do. Would you agree, guys? 
Yes. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know if we'll ever know the truth, but it's just it just randomly happened. Like, hey, I, I mean, think it made better sense in the, the in the back corner for like a photo op, and the people had to find it. It's gonna I be mean, crowded where it's at now. It, are they making that a entry area now? Or are they? No. Is the I mean, where's the it's entry just, area gonna be still? Just the entry's uh, literally right next to that. Yeah, it, you know. I don't really know what to tell you because you enter under that that overhang in Leicester Square, but there's doors and there's ramps throughout that facade right there. Lord knows what that's all for. It's just one of those things you have to wait and see, I guess. Uh, you know, Tebin, um he hypothesized that maybe that was kind of like a queue line. Like you enter the leaky door and you queue up through all those yeah. ramps and stuff and then go through the brick wall. But then he said he heard that that wasn't the case or he was off. So I don't know. It, we'll see in a couple weeks. Yeah, we're, that's that's the cool part. We're not too far away from seeing, you know, yeah. how this is yeah. all going to work. I'm wondering if uh, now that Disney officially announced wow. May 28th as the opening date, if Universal's kind of like, let's try to get this thing soft open before then. I, uh... there, that's not going to happen. <laughs> there will be team member previews. Before the official opening of my train, okay. I, yeah. I feel well, I believe theoretically, I believe that. Yes, I, I just yeah. don't. I cannot see guests in Diagon Alley. Before. No, yes, no. Uh, Team members, but again, May twenty eighth is not too far off from you know being possible. That's two weeks from tomorrow for cry for crying out loud. Is it three? Mm-hmm. Three. Three weeks from the world. That's what to say. Wait, no, more than that. Yeah. The 28th is a Friday. Okay, three weeks. Three weeks no. from tomorrow. No, it's not. The 20... no, no, it's not. The no, 20th... it's... <laughs> okay, let me... It's, it's, the 28th it's three weeks is a Wednesday. Tomorrow is the 9th. Okay, yeah, it's the 28th. Okay. <laughs> Let's look at this right now. 28th is a Wednesday, 30th. It's three so weeks it, from today. It'll be... It's... Yeah, it would be two. It would be two and a half weeks from today. What? What are you talking the 28th. about? Twenty <laughs> eighth. Okay, yeah. Is two and a half weeks from today? Oh yeah, 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 that's right. There will be people walking around inside Diagon Alley on that day. Yeah. What kind of people? People, Joe. People. <laughs> Who know people are the loneliest people in the world. Yeah, and then next week the Today Show is having um, some kind of trivia contest, and you're going to win a trip for the opening day, and I think you're going to stay at Cabana Bay is what the the commercial suggests. Yeah, but yeah, it, Tuesday through Friday, they're going to have some time between 7 and 9 on today's show where they're going to show Al Roker doing crazy things. It's been playing on Comcast On Demand like crazy. The last... Al Roker doing Al Roker things. Yeah, Al um, Roker doing well, Al Roker things. Well, before we get to Al Roker real quick, uh, do you want to talk about the soft openings maybe May 25th, especially with uh, rumors of people doing today and interactive wands and all that stuff per the show notes, Mike? Yeah, um, somebody who works for um, Universal in some capacity, I, I think works for a Starbucks now, uh, says that... Uh, Viola Rum, who now is a correspondent for Orlando United, posted that um, softs for team members... Wait, wait, no, no, no. Softs for team members, right? Yeah. 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 Around May 24th, 25th. 
um, and uh, interactive wands are actually a thing. Yep. But I mean, I think that's pretty much been confirmed by the new window displays in Hogsmeade. Uh, there's a filibuster fireworks window in Zonko's. Looks like it's going to do some stuff. And then between Zonko's and Honeydukes, there's um, a, a new feature with uh, Cornish Pixies in a cauldron. Mm-hmm. And apparently, even Orlando Informer had, or I don't know where it originated. I don't remember Ken Story's article word for word, but he had posted a bunch of these window displays. So I don't know if Orlando Informer got it from there. It's likely. Um, but it sounds just like the effect that they've installed the cauldron with the pixies and that you would stop the cauldron from flipping over completely. That's one of the things. So we're seeing stuff pop up. So it actually seems like this is going to be a real thing that's going to happen. I don't really remember the details of the post, but I think there's going to be team members around these effects mm-hmm. to help um, trigger them and, and, and whatnot. You're going to have to uh, cast the spell correctly. and Yeah. There's going to be secret Easter egg ones too. Yeah. I think it'd be cool if they installed random ones around the park, too. Like, even yeah, outside cool. of Wizarding World. Right. Like in Springfield or something, yeah. Yeah. But I, I think the, the soft openings for team members right there, the previews, that's that's very likely. In fact, there were some people walking through today. Yep. Um, Orlando Informer tweeted that people from the off-site reservation um, group got to walk through and we we know somebody on twitter who is part of that group and walked through today um no details other than his uh jaw was broken from hitting the floor hitting the <laughs> just for how impressive it was and then tonight also there was a um i don't know oh, yeah i forgot was. about that there was a panel discussion with universal with creative and theory Alan Coon, Alan, yeah so and then team members could get discounted butterbeer <sighs> You know, things like that just remind you that it is a business, and you know it sucks. <laughs> hey, they I, just I, upgraded their pay by a dollar. They don't get free butterbeer anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just one of those things. And I remember being a cast member and stuff like that. And you're just like, really, really? Can't just give it to us. But um, didn't they just I, like up the price of butterbeer too? Yeah, a dollar. Yeah. So pumpkin fizz is considerably cheaper now, and better. The better drink. False. Oh my god. Totally Team, the truth. Totally Team false. Pumpkin fizz, y'all. Best kept secret. Here, false. Best. Um. So you know, I don't know if we're gonna hear anything about this walkthrough today. They were probably it's probably just a very very few people. So it'd be really easy to track down who it was. Yeah, um, so you, I don't think you'll get anything more than oh my gosh, awesome. But I think maybe we'll get something out of this team member thing going on at uh, Hogsmeade right now with the creative team basically talking about Hogsmeade and Diagon Alley. Um, so hopefully somebody there will be generous enough to, to post some tidbits if there's anything worth saying, which I'm, I'm pretty sure there will be because everybody's there. All the important people, um, which is really cool. And then, okay, so go ahead. Um, I guess uh, next is that the Lowe's Hotel uh, chairman, Tish, yeah. says that the opening is in mid-June, along yeah, with says, the rest of Cabana Bay. Yeah, well, the way he said it was, he said the rest of Cabana Bay is opening in mid-June with Harry Potter 2. Um, and that basically goes with everything we've always heard, that they're going to open the same day. Um, I'm pretty sure he said that before, too. 
It's likely. Yeah, I feel, I feel like he said that when we were covering Cabana Bay's opening. Yeah. Or someone at the Cabana Bay opening said it. Very likely. I'm checking something real quick on that. Let's see. Okay. So, I mean, uh, I mean, are we going to see Interactive Wands first yes. day? I mean, first day. Uh, I think so, yeah. You think yeah. so? I guess, yeah. how, how much do you think they'll cost? Seth I mean, said they was 60. Not, I mean, I, I mean uh, our, our Seth friend... Seth the... said, Seth said they were not going to be as much as people would think they would be. So, he said it wasn't going to be much more than a regular wand is now. So, I'm guessing $10, $15 more. 45 then? Yeah, I'm thinking 40 to 45 range. Or even 50 is not that much more. 49 99 49 yeah. 95 You know, we'll Repeat. all be suckers and buy one. Of course. Now I'll just watch you all do it. <laughs> uh, it it'll be perfect. Yeah. My wand training from the celebration of Harry Potter will come, into, come exactly. into play here. You see, we were questioning it. Now it all makes sense. Mm-hmm. They, they were really training an arm. <laughs> Wizards. <laughs> <laughs> you done looking up, oh. Mike? Yeah, I was looking at the Beach Boys website. Oh lord! <laughs> to look at their tour dates to see if there was anything scheduled for June sixteenth, and there. Because the uh, the running rumor is that Beach Boys will be opening Cabana Bay. So, correct? Yeah. Yes. I mean, June fourteenth, they're in Nevada, and then June twenty fifth, they're in England. So weird huh the more you know about the beach boys y'all <laughs> there you go wish they all could be careful. don't sing nick <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um let it go I, sean I, yeah. no <laughs> we're gonna get to that to the end of the podcast uh what about the um al roker stuff guys yeah we're getting to that right now uh, so let's talk about more Harry Potter. Uh, Al Roker is pretty pretty freaking lucky. He walked inside all of Diagon Alley. There's a video of him in Gringotts. He seems like a pretty nice guy too. Just just think about he just wanted to be a weatherman and look at how far he's gone. <laughs> but is he weather. even really a weatherman? A simple weatherman with the dream, and now he's <laughs> hanging out with goblins before everybody else. <laughs> But is he actually a meteorologist? No, is he? He's just a TV guy. He, he had to be an actual gig. meteorologist. I mean, the, no. To make it as far as he has. No. The, he the dude does not have a TV he... face. He's got that personality, though. True. I'm looking at his wiki right now. I'm going there, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he so, was yeah. a weather anchor. Uh. I don't know. Keep going. He double majored in graphic design and broadcasting slash journalism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, to be that lucky, to get that sweet gig, but he made the most of it. And now look at him. He gets to fly around America doing crazy, fun Al Roker things. Interviewing the president. Him. Yeah. All sorts of fun things. out in uh, Green Gods before the rest of us schlubs. Yep. Anyway, he um, got to write it. <laughs> yeah, he probably did write it actually too. I mean, all honesty. Yep. But I um, bet you he did. Maybe that's why it derailed. <laughs> oh Lord, no! We're not doing this right now. All right. Oh, we're 
That's right now. Okay, so um, yeah, uh, the uh, Universal also released a 27, 28 second sort of ish preview of the Diagon Alley, uh, Hogsmeade. No, not Diagon Alley. Hogsmeade. Gringotts. The Gringotts. <laughs> Q area. I'm, Do you I'm hear sorry. The nomenclature, bro. No, I'm just. There's so many things going on in my head right now. Sorry, you have no idea how to be a host, bro. Um, yeah, the uh, the Gringotts uh, Q line, the main area hallway. Um, you kind of film there, and they just released a 28 second video today of the most amazing 28 seconds of my life. <laughs> well, that's saying a lot. Um, yeah, um, bunch of audio, awesome edit, audio animatronics. Um, really cool Harry Potter music. I mean, Joe, they're terrible animatronics. Jeez, they look I, so I, robotic. I, I forget yeah. about that. Sorry about that. So uh, let's go. <laughs> uh, let's go with Banks. Banks, what are your thoughts on the Al Roker video slash Universal hint video, whatever? I mean, I'm get the the closer we're getting to it, the more I'm excited. The more videos I'm seeing, the more I get excited. I'm like ready to step inside there, like right now. I'm, I'm going to jump the fence and, and go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if, well, if, we'll if do you it. see an arrested report, it's it's a. You muted yourself again, Banks. <laughs> did I mute myself again? Jesus. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard nothing of what I just said. No, we heard a little bit, but and then when I said you muted muted yourself, I didn't no, hear anything. Now everybody's muted. Okay. No, okay. I'm. Okay. I can hear everyone. You're good, Banks. Anyway, I'm very, very excited. I think they look great. I mean, it's part of a queue, so I'm. I'm not expecting for something huge for huge movements. I'm, they're they're quote unquote they're working. So I, what they the, the movements they have in that video look like what I would expect when I'm walking through and seeing them at work. They they I think they're great. I saw someone. Oh my god, post on Facebook saying how they were so terrible. How. Oh geez, they look like the tiki birds from 1971. No, what? <laughs> what? Yes, I'm dead. Oh serious. my god! Someone compared them to the tiki birds in 1971. Denial. Yeah, and they said, "Boy, they they must be really like getting this thing done quick because they're having to cut a lot of budget." What? Unlike Seven Doors Mine Train, obviously. <laughs> right. Wow. Oh my god. That's, that's I, I'm just like I'm just like seriously. I think they look great. I think, I, I think that's someone who's never spent like stepped foot on Universal property mm-hmm. ever. I think it's someone who's just Disney only. Yeah, exactly. Which is not a bad thing. Just saying, you know, don't judge everyone else and you know all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Nick, Sean, what are your thoughts? I, I, I said this earlier. You know, they they look easily like the best animatronics Universal's ever done. Um, easily. I think, uh, you know, I, 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 like, like banks, I see people, I don't, I'm going to call people out right now because the, the, uh, the venom spit at these animatronics seems like pure desperation by fans who only like Disney and so- see universal doing something that freaks them out because one of the knocks that Disney fans have always had against universal Oh, they don't do animatronics. All they do is screens. Well, here Universal rolls out seven or you know five or six animatronics for them to look at, and now it's like, oh god, what can we think about? Uh, they're they're jerky. They're uh, the skin doesn't look good. Uh, it, you know, it just they look good. 
are they the greatest animatronics I've ever seen? Probably not, but they don't, you know, why, why does it, that's not a big deal. They look good. They don't look robotic. Like people are saying the one, they, the they serve their purpose. Right. And the talking exactly. one in the video, I think he looks very fluid. Yeah. He looks, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I see a lot of grasping at straws to complain about these and the same with the, like the people complaining about the dwarf, uh, you know, projected faces it just i don't know it seems like it seems like people on you know always need to find something wrong yep yep i mean the goblins are doing exactly what they're supposed to do they're they're calc they're writing in ledgers counting money and doing their thing and that's what if you watch anything with the movies at all or read the books that's what they do they look like the goblins you know they're not supposed to be pretty creatures they're goblins i mean they're supposed to look a little ragged and worn down and ugly and wrinkly and nasty so they they do what they're supposed to they look good i like them i love them yeah we're trying to get mike back on this call because he's incredibly lame right now so because he's being mike and got dropped from the call like he always does exactly <laughs> I think they look awesome. My mom saw them. She loved them. She's just like, oh my god, look at those. So, I mean, they look amazing. Um, When I saw the Al Roker videos, I thought they looked a little stiff, I'll be honest. But once I saw the more in-depth videos besides, you know, the five seconds with Al Roker running around, they look amazing. Um, You know, they have more than just the... My my fear was it was just the help, the, you know, like a head tilt with a slight quill movement kind of thing. But, you know, you see them adjusting posture, head up, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it looks like there's a lot involved with these. So I'm really happy about that and really kind of excited about these audio animatronics. So I'm really excited. It looks it looks really good. Um, now we're getting to the part where we talk about where Mike gets to a rant about stuff. But unfortunately, he's not here right now. <laughs> um, oh, we need to get back. We need a good Mike rant. <laughs> we, need, we need a good Mike rant. I have no idea where he's at right now. Wait. What 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 were, what was he going to be ranting about? Mike? Social media probably. Mike? No, no, Mike. Let me try it again real quick. Otherwise, we'll go to questions before well, we do a good Mike well, wait, rant. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. What? Well, we we the Green God's height requirement, we can talk about oh, real quick. We don't have that in our thing. Mike? Yo. Okay, there we go. Okay, let's talk about the uh, height requirement. Sean, you want to do that real quick? Uh, well, apparently this is a lot older than, uh, we all thought, because a, a friend of ours who works at the park told us that it's been around since Transformers opened, but, uh, there's a black box on the 42-inch height requirement, uh, measuring stick outside the front of the park, um, that people have suspected is for Gringotts, um, yeah, people I, thought it was... I, yeah, I saw you post about that. I, I meant to tweet to you about that. I, I was I saved it for this, obviously. Um, I saw that. I did see that. I remember back before Transformers opened. I remember noticing that before they put a Transformers block on there, and I tweeted out saying, "Looks like this blank one may be for Transformers," and it's still the blank same blank one that it is now. Hmm. Yeah, did did they take something out that I don't remember? <laughs> I, I I have no idea. Jaws didn't Jaws. have a requirement. Yeah, yeah Jaws, Jaws didn't need one. Yeah, I don't know. So, but people are suspecting that that's what it's for. It's that's Gringotts is going to go there, which would be a whole half a foot less than uh, the Forbidden Journey height requirement, which is good. And but here's what I'm wondering: what's what's Mummy's height requirement? 
48, same as Forbidden Journey. So I, I, I'm, I'm just curious because it, people are, are saying it's not exactly the same, but it's kind of the same element uh, as Mummy that Gringotts will be. So I'm wondering, like, how – and but Gringotts is supposed to be so much more technically advanced. How is how is that going to be a less of a higher crime than Mummy? I've heard Gringotts is significantly less intense than Mummy. Really? Yeah. It doesn't have so you think they concentrate more? You, you oh, think they concentrate more on like show scenes? Yeah. Uh, 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 okay, so the the launch on Mummy may be what gives that the higher height. Rec- okay. What? Mummy? Yeah. And I would, you know, it's more like Spider-Man and Transformers, I, I think, in that it's intense, but it's the actual physical what the thing is doing isn't intense enough to justify a big height requirement like Mummy. Okay. Um, yeah, and so that, that the Spider-Man Transformer height requirements is is lower. Yeah, as as you see on that sign. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of like in the middle between yeah. Forbidden Journey and that. So I I can I can kind of understand how then Forbidden Journey would be a uh, so much uh, a, a higher height requirement than Gringotts because I mean with Forbidden Journey you get your legs dangling, it's an over the shoulder restraint which I'm assuming Gringotts will just be a lap bar not over the right. shoulder. Yeah. So I think that's probably a big factor of why Forbidden Journey is a higher one. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the most violent ride ever made, guys. I mean... <laughs> oh, God, no, let's not go there. <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, so, I mean, anything else with uh, Diagon Alley, Harry Potter? Well, they also released the Hogwarts Express video tonight. Yes, that was a last-minute thing. That was mostly... Uh... A bunch of Universal Creative stuff with um, a little bit of the pre-rendered video yeah, that we heard yeah, about I, or saw about before. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the same exact video that they have playing in the interactive map on the Harry Potter website. Uh, oh, was with, it? Yeah, it's the exact same, with the exception of some of the actual in-ride clips. Um, one of them was taken out. Two of two of the clips were taken out from the website, and then the others were just extended longer. Uh, they took out some of the spoilers uh, some of the I think the going through the forest and then seeing Mad-Eye Moody in London uh, okay. those were on the website of course I don't know if the website's been updated and it's the same now but that, I mean that's what I remember the website being when they first launched I've also been told that that the footage we've seen from Hogwarts Express is early footage it's not the yeah. finished footage that we'll it, see it, it, it looks it definitely looks early some of the CG <laughs> yeah. looks very CG yeah Okay, anything else? So we talked about the animatronics already? Yes, yeah. we did. You lost that You lost that man. Come on. Do you, is there anything you want to say about the animatronics, Mike? I just want to say that even before I saw the video today, the one yesterday with Al Roker, at first I was wondering if it was even, if he was actually in Gringotts. Like the first thought in my mind is he's in front of a green screen, and that's a clip from the movie. And then I watched it again, I was like, oh, that's actually inside the ride. And it's like, oh, that's actually the animatronics working already. Um, so they were that believable to me yesterday in that poor video. And then today, it's, I, I'm really impressed. And I don't know where people are coming from with these shenanigans. Uh, they'll never <laughs> we be happy, that, I like... suppose. Yeah. Um, Desperation. I mean, go watch Deathly Hallows Part 2. It, it's just like it was. The only difference is the... the um, the color scheme because David Yates oh. liked the blue monochrome. Mike, apparently that was just for filming. Wait, what? That, 
that the the lighting we saw in the in what? the videos today, yeah, was just for filming. Mm. So that wasn't the final different type of. So there's gonna be probably different type of mood lighting when you're yeah. going through. Yeah. <laughs> Dark washed out blue. Things <laughs> gonna be gray. Oh Lord, no. <laughs> So, Mike, Frozen. I really don't. It's not a big deal. We'll talk about it in the future, I'm sure. Oh, so it was a point that you put on this thing that I had to edit out and you don't want to talk about it anymore. Listen, I, I just, I understand. Listen, I understand it's very financially successful. I understand people are watching it a lot. I understand people love Let It Go. I understand that the kids are buying merchandise, the parents are buying merchandise for their kids. I understand all of this. I just don't understand why. <laughs> Um, I'm not an idiot. I understand it's making a ton of money. I can see that. I know it's very... I just don't understand why. I just don't understand it. The movie has no plot. It has no villain. It has no conflict. <laughs> it, it's just there. It's a... I don't know, however, however long it is, movie surrounding a three-minute music video. Um, Let It Go is a very good song. I enjoy it. I play it a lot for other reasons. Um, oh. <laughs> You know, I, I find reasons to play it in real life, you know, where it applies for certain things that I'm going through. But, you know, just like, let it go. But if the rest of the movie was as good as that song, or if the movie preceding the song actually let the song make sense, and if the movie after the song made the song make sense, it would all be so much better. But the song is so much better than the movie, and the movie does not deliver on the promise of the song. The lead-up to it is lacking. It's there, and then they just kind of drop the ball. Like, I don't know if there's scenes missing, but, you know, they were on the right track. And they just kind of like, oh, Let It Go is already happening? And then afterwards, it's just, I don't know. The movie's a mess. I, I, somewhere in there is a good <laughs> idea. A good idea originally. I just don't understand this. I don't know how they're going to make a ride out of this. I just... Make this Maelstrom layover. Uh, what is it? It's not layover. Um, overlay. It'll still be better than anything they've done with Lion King. So, <laughs> and Lion King is a considerably better movie. <clears throat> Hopefully, um, in the future, we can actually get your thoughts and feelings on uh, Frozen. Okay, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so, also, um, we have. Mike, another... you really don't like that movie. <laughs> we have a new campaign, guys. It's I not. Like it's, the, movie. I, the movie is very inoffensive. It's just there. It's just. It is what it is. It it's not nothing. the greatest thing ever. It does nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Mike's new motto in life: It does nothing. I don't understand how people resonate with. I just don't know how people connect with this movie. I, uh, I liked it. It'd be nice if someday we can actually get in your thoughts and true feelings of this movie, but um, we really need to cover the main point of this whole entire night, which is you running for the social media representative for Universal <laughs> Orlando Resort. Mike, do you want to give your uh, platform speech right now? And I yes. can I can, I can underlay some sort of uh, patriotic music underneath it. <laughs> to all my friends listening at Universal PR and... Uh... Uh, HR, I really would like to be considered for the position <laughs> of social media manager for your new social media management team because y'all need me. 
<laughs> I have lots of good ideas. Paul has circumstances. All right, I know what you need to do, and I came up with Cinespec to hashtag. So that's my claim to fame. Okay. Okay, questions. Cause screw it. Um, oh, we have questions still. Jesus. We still have questions. Yeah, I know. Oh my god. <laughs> from Gregory. From Sorry, Greg, Banks. From Gregory Lane Nichols. <laughs> Y'all's opinions on the animatronics in the queue and screens on the ride. We did that. We did that. Beautiful. Okay. Hey, did, did we cover that Zane, our our good pal Billy Zane, tweeted um, <laughs> that they haven't even shown the best animatronics in the ride yet. And these are. In his words, the least impressive animatronics in the building. Yeah, so. <laughs> Next up from NJ Brandon UOR. Brandon, uh, will there be any AAs inside the Gringotts ride like the gro- go- the Groblins? The, gr- the Goblins in the queue, or is it all screens? Screens with a it's Z. It's definitely not all screens. No. There are definitely sets. We know there are sets. And at some point, trolls shake the uh, track. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Well, we don't, but we don't know what the trolls are. Yeah. Fair enough. Another one from Gregory Lay Nichols. Is the hidden gem, pun intended, of Diagon Alley going to be at night? I have no idea what that means. I think he means Diagon Alley at night is going to be the best part of it. But every, every land is better at night. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. From, uh, Pluchoy? Oh, Pluto, yeah, Pluto, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pluto my, we lost Mike again. Let me hook up Mike. Anyway, um, Pluto, dude. Um, uh, Kong returning to IOA. Thoughts on the twenty-four hour event? So, I mean, yeah, Kong's returning to Alan's Adventure. Any thoughts on the Disney twenty-four hour well, event? Wait, I guess. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Sorry. I want to say something about King Kong. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Get this twenty-four hour out of my King Kong. Um. Apparently, I was told today Whoa. that there will be a King Kong animatronic in the new King Kong ride. So, yep. you heard it here first, guys. Hopefully, that is the case. Cool. It was it was told to me a little <laughs> nonchalantly over Twitter, but we'll see. It's from a trustworthy person, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, twenty-four hour event. I d- thoughts. I'm not going to be there. I'd like, I'd like to do to one there. one day. Yeah. Banks, you're going to be there? Yeah, I'll probably be there most of the later hours. Um, I'm sure it, maybe if it's like last year, they'll have us cover the opening at 6 a.m. Um, and then I'll come back around like 11 and go till 6 a.m. the next night. I mean, I've I've enjoyed them in the past. It's, it, it can be very, 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 very crowded. Uh like almost like July New Year's levels of crowds. Uh, they have blocked out cast members. They they can't get in uh, for the event. So that will hopefully alleviate from the, a lot of the college program kids coming and, and taking up the space. Um, but I, I'll be there for a little bit. I'm not going to try and do all 24 hours. Fair enough. Um, up next from uh, Richie Vernillo on Twitter. Uh, out of all the WDI concepts, hate hate the fly has posted on his Twitter. Which concepts would you guys like to see come to life? Um, has he posted that many concepts on Twitter? 
Yeah, he was doing that for like a week and a half where he was just posting random concepts. I just saw a lot of Universal stuff. I didn't see that many Disney no, concepts. No, he was, he was doing Disney stuff too. Like he yeah. did like shit like a Tarzan roller coaster that I'd never seen before. Yeah. Um, that looked kind of cool actually. Yeah, that was that's the only one that really sticks in my mind. That was really cool. It's like a suspended type of roller coaster. Yeah. Okay. Banks, you know what we're talking about? I, I I vaguely remember seeing the Tarzan one, maybe one or two others, but I, I can't uh, for life okay. think of them. Neither can we. That's okay. Uh, next up from Ken's story. Uh, he basically wants to know if Gringotts will become a family attraction in a few years. A few years? Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not going to change. So it's either going to be a family attraction now or it's never going to be. <laughs> yeah. Depends on your definition of family attraction. He also yeah. wants to know that uh, the goblins describe Gringotts as a high-speed roller coaster, and he wants to know if it'll be, if it'll be a story coaster. And uh, <laughs> well, obviously it's a story coaster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he and he, and he wants to say Gringotts is described as a high-speed roller coaster ride with sudden and dramatic acceleration, stopping, climbing, and diving. So there you go. So this is a really cool one from friend of the podcast, Summerfication Polly, a.k.a. Yo Polly NJ. Friend of me, Joe. Friend of me. <laughs> well, I'll let you guys do that because, you know, whatever. Um, imagine adding two table service places, one in Iowa and one in Universal Studios, Florida. He put USO, so you can take him out for oh, that one. Polly. Um, where, where do you place them and what theme? He says, I want Jurassic Park. Jurassic Pork. I'm sorry, not Jurassic Park. Jurassic <laughs> Pork. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd probably put a table service in Jurassic Park. Um, or, sense. yeah, or whatever they end up doing with Toon Lagoon. Um, you know, who knows what's going on over there? Uh, and studios. I don't know. Maybe like whatever they redo, Kid Zone. Put one in there. I don't know. I feel like yeah. they they can do something in the San Francisco area better. I feel like mm-hmm. add something new in that area. Bombards. They already have a table yeah. service in San Francisco. I, I know, but I feel like they can redo it, <laughs> do something better, expand it, whatever. Yeah, but he's he's talking about adding one. Still, I mean, I don't know, whatever. Joe, I want one question. Yes, I, I want one in like um. I want like a classy place in Marvels where like the supervillains break through the the thing and come crashing down while you're eating, and then superheroes. <laughs> so it's in. like a Gonzo's uh, par, uh, pandemonium pizza parlor, except the superhero yes. villains smash in through the skylight. Spider-Man <laughs> swoops in while you're eating over you, and yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I just like Captain America's cafe. There exactly. we go. No, go. Yeah. Banks, what are you thinking? Um. I, I, I'm trying to think. I can't think of any place in, in Universal at, at Studios Park, but I definitely love the idea of adding one to Jurassic Park. And, and maybe, like, at, at points while you're eating, you'll see the, the the silhouettes of the raptors walking behind one of the sheets of glass, like in the movie. And you can sit there with your jaw <laughs> shaking. Oh, <laughs> well, that's perfect. That, what about the Jurassic Park hotel thing that Hate to Fly tweeted out? Did y'all see what? that? No. Uh, was that the one that was supposed to go to Universal in Dubai? Yeah. Yeah, it was a Jurassic Park theme hotel for Universal Studios Dubai. Oh, that would have been so cool. It's like it has raptors walking around out in front of it. Oh. 
<laughs> there you go. From from the Hey, pod- hey, hey. Sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't get my chance. Okay, Mike, sorry. <laughs> I I well. think that uh we need our own universal plaza and we need a restaurant behind the icon. <laughs> for USF twenty five. Make it happen, Steve Burke, please. Friend, uh, from a friend of the podcast, Ken Story, again, keeping with the Harry Potter theme, Mad-Eye Moody is seen approaching uh, King's Cross Station, foreshadowing to a Ministry of Magic edition. I don't get his jump there in in logic and reasoning, but um, sure. I think uh, it's going to happen. It's it's, it's happening. Uh, You see it. Um, the whispers are starting to get louder with the future Potter expansion. Yeah. So yeah. It, it seems we, like we it's still, coming. We now. still got two more on our plate. I yeah. feel like we're going to see Ministry of Magic before we see an expansion of Islands of Adventure. Yeah. Yes. That, the the feeling I'm getting from you know, and this is kind of getting off topic uh, for the future is they're going to finish. They're going to finish everything in studios first. They're going to do everything they want to do in studios. And then IOA is still going to get some things, but they're going to finish studios, move on to IOA, and then question mark after that. Okay. And then the fun really begins, as Martin said. Yeah, as Martin Smith said. (laughs) Again, from Ken's story, uh, USF is missing water rides. How long until they get a boat ride (laughs) of their very own? There is no water missing in USF. <laughs> I'm not missing it. <laughs> Banks, if you don't know, Mike hates water rides. It's <laughs> oh, like a cat. Get, they, they still, whatever it runs, they got that, what, that Fievel thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Curious George. <laughs> yeah. Oh, stupid monkey. <laughs> so we're going to get uh, Mike on a um, water ride during uh, Park Scope weekend in oh, September. He's, def- he's going on all the water rides. He's going on all the water rides. Actually, we're going to do um, – it's going to be a charity event. So people are going <laughs> to actually raise money for Mike to go on as many uh-huh. rides as possible. Wait, for can every- I raise money for my trip this way? <laughs> <laughs> no, you cannot. For every penny donated, Mike will ride Popeye's once. <laughs> We'll 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 bring uh, we'll bring a uh, waterproof GoPro so we can record the whole thing. Yeah, Mike's gonna be a freaking prune at the end of this ride. <laughs> now I want to get now I want to line up people on the uh, you know the water cannons that Darren talked about. I just want to have people, all of our like friends, lined up there and just no, no, destroying no, no, no. Mike, they're, they're just gonna, destroying Mike as he goes by. You you all know there's gonna be one person there. Only one person that's going to be Derek Birkin. It's going to be Derek. Yeah. He's, going to be he's, like, gonna, he's going to run across and do all of them at once. <laughs> you guys are getting Derek! Ah, I'm going to buy Oh, my. Yeah, so raise money for uh, getting Mike to ride all the water rides in September. Yeah. We'll, we'll do it. We'll have to do an event. Um, From Sean Cochran, uh, he said, probably answered this a long time ago. But the chances of Gringotts and Hogwarts Express having Express Pass, 0%, zero. Percent in like the first two years, zero if not more. Zero. I mean, the Forbidden Journey still doesn't have it, right? Yeah. Exactly. I think Gringotts gets it before um, Hogwarts. I don't think they, any of them ever get it. Yeah, I'm, I'm beginning to think that too, but 
if one gets it, it will be Gringotts. Yep. From uh, Mr. Monkey, a.k.a. Durable, Durable Junk on Twitter, he wants to know how he can get more Derek Bergen in his life. You can listen to the Pardon the Pixie Dust podcast or the E-Ticket Report on the Mice Chat Network. But only well, after he's you writing... listen to Parkscope. After all the backlogs. He's ebook, too, apparently. Really? 103 Der- Ways to Waste Your Life or something. The Derek Bergen True Story. <laughs> I hope that's real, because I would totally buy that. <laughs> Now it has to have him like with the Mister with, with the Doctor Doofenshmirtz like you know <laughs> hand hand thing you know like looking up like the, you know the, the self portrait but with Derek that'd be perfect. Hundred one way. <laughs> he was making fun of Lou talking about the book he was writing about Lou Mangello's new book that he came out with. I don't remember what it was though, but it was one hundred and three something reasons, and it was just like random things. I don't. Great. What? What? I haven't even done one hundred and thirty things in my life. Ding ding ding. Um. <laughs> Next from USH Today on Twitter. Should Orlando get a Six Flags Parks in the future? Also, any no. future infrastructure changes to the UOR Parks in the future? Uh, no. <laughs> There's no chance of a Six Flags going into Florida. Infrastructure improvements <laughs> for uh, the resort at yes. Universal? Yeah, got yes. it. Obviously, yes. Continual. It'll happen. Yeah. Uh, next, who tweets the most on parks in the Park Scope, in the park scope team? Uh, Sean? Oh, me. Sean. Yeah, Sean. Easily. Sean. <laughs> Easily. So that's the last question we have. Um, I have to thank Banks Lee for putting up with this bullshit for the past <laughs> hour and 40 minutes. Um, I have a blast every time. Yes, I know. We, Banks, we have... Banks dominated the first half of the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're more than happy to have you bank. Bank. Have you back. Um, have you back, Bank. Um <laughs> Uh, thank you very much. Uh, where can we find you on the interwebs? Well, uh, you can follow my personal Twitter at Banks Lee. Um, work Twitter is at Attractions. YouTube.com slash Attractions Magazines, where our show is every Thursday. And Facebook.com slash Attractions Magazine. So that means after everyone listens to it, they should immediately jump on YouTube and listen. Well, not listen. Watch. I mean, they could do both. Watch but, you the know. show. Yeah, watch the show. They could listen to the show, too. It's YouTube. But, mm-hmm. you know, they should watch the show. They should... You know, watch it all the way through and enjoy all the ads involved with the show. <laughs> so, oh, oh my god! <laughs> and with that, <laughs> uh, we don't get paid anything. Um, so, no, Mike, Mike, where can we find you at? At Capt Michael eighty seven, and I will soon be the new uh, manager of Universal uh, <laughs> Social Media. All tweets will be his, and not representing of the company. Yeah, and he will I not be on this podcast anymore, probably. Nick, where can we find you at? Uh, at Parkscope, Nick. Sean. At that Parkscope underscore Sean. Where can we find Baloo at? Probably Dude, eating Baloo or sleeping. Needs a Twitter. <laughs> we need we need to do a, a Twitter for Baloo. Baloo needs a Twitter, man. <laughs> we need to get him a little Parkscope T-shirt. I think we can do that. I'm okay, I'm okay with that. Um, you can find me at Parkscope Joe. You can find us at www.parkscope.net. You can find us on iTunes. Please rate us. Um, Parkscope on Twitter. Normal. I mean, whatever. I don't know. Uh, anything else you guys want to throw out there for tonight? Random thoughts. Do 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 do. I don't know. What's what's the update now? Who the Browns? Dallas get? did not select Johnny Manziel. Okay. Ah. Wow. Great, Johnny Football didn't get sucked it again, so there you go. 
So, on behalf of everyone, Kungaloosh, have a good night, everyone. Or good day, depending on when. Hi. Um, yeah, Burn I, down Polynesian. Yep. <laughs> go, 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 go listen Burn to Burn down the... Pleasure Island. Burn oh, down Disney Springs. Oh, Lord. No, we shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> go listen to the attraction of the show. Do these things. Good night, everyone. Mm-hmm.